Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today we're going to conclude our power series. Today's sermon is titled Power of Prayer. We truly believe in the power of prayer. We want to remind you guys real quick, if you need special prayer, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com. Scroll down just a little bit, fill out the prayer request form. Our team's standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. All right, let's dive into this message today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the message starting right now. All right, y'all ready to dive into this today? We're going to be concluding our power series today, and today's sermon title is The Power of Prayer. The Power of Prayer, man. I'm going to tell you what, I believe in the power of prayer. I'm putting my phone on, do not disturb. <laughs> but I'm excited about this message. I can, I, this one, when I begin to, to, to write the series for this this time, and, and I begin to work on everything, this was the first one I'd done, and I knew it was going to be the end, and I've been ready to preach it for the last four weeks. And so, <laughs> as soon as I told Fernando, I'm like, hey man, the next series is going to power. And I said, I know the last one's going to be power of prayer. I said, but the rest of them I had to tell you. And so, uh, but man, I, and so let me give you guys a little something here. So I had it done. <laughs> I went last night and sat down and popped up the computer screen to, to go over it and read over everything. Guess what? God put it on my heart, change it up. So we're going to change some things up. So your screens may be a little off back there. So y'all bear with me, okay? I don't know what you got. So just. Hang on. <laughs> so the power of prayer. So how many of you would, uh, you don't have to raise your hands unless you want to, but, but how many of you would say you at least pray once a day? Once a day, once a day, once a day, once a day, once a day at least once a day. All right. How, how about, how many would you say maybe you pray for all your meals, over all your meals that you eat? <laughs> all, right, all, right, all, right, all right. What about before you go to bed at night? Oh, fell and fall asleep. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, so it's prayer, prayer. How often should we pray? How often should we be praying? Is it once a day? Is it twice a day? Is it 365 times a day? How many times should we be praying? How often should we pray? So, but, but better yet, how exactly should we pray? How exactly should we pray? And we're going to learn about some of this stuff here in just a few moments. And so, I, I'm, again, I'm, I told you I'm excited about this, uh, this message today. But, but how often should we pray? And I want to get, encourage you guys to, to pray as often as you can. Pray as often as you can. I ain't going to tell you that there's a, you have to pray ten times a day. You have to pray 25 times a day. I'm not going to tell you guys that. I'm going to tell you that I want you to encourage you to pray as often as you can. I want to encourage you, as soon as you wake up, as soon as your eyes wake up, the alarm clock goes off, don't go over and smash it. <laughs> Boo! I don't want to get up, Satan! <laughs> but as soon as that alarm clock goes off, begin to pray, God, thank you for allowing my clock to go off. Thank you for letting me live another day. Thank you for allowing me to, to be able to breathe life again. And so I want to encourage you, before you hit the, your feet hit the floor, i got some more tongue twisters in here. Before your feet hit the floor, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Spend your mornings thanking God for, again, allowing you to wake up and to live another day. So when you're getting ready, again, you know, as you're getting ready, taking a shower and, and, and you're brushing your teeth, thank God for having water. Thank God for having power. Thank God for having toothpaste and deodorant and Tic Tacs. And thank God for those things. Pastor Michael, that sounds little, but thank God for them. 
I thank God every day when, when I wake up and I mean, I can go in there and I can turn the light on and I got power and I can turn the water on and the water's flowing and take my toothbrush out. I'm thankful for that because nobody wants to smell my morning breath. And I'll, they'll definitely don't smell Tasha's. Woo! Woo! Lord, let me tell you, what, it's terrible. <laughs> me, y'all, y'all say men's are worse? Oh gosh. I don't know. Tasha's pretty bad, y'all. <laughs> But I mean, be thankful for the clothes that you're wearing. Thank God we have clothes to wear, right? Besides me, I'm up here in a thermal about to die. <laughs> be thankful for the place that you live. Hey, it may not be exactly what you want, but at least you're thankful for what you have, right? I know, I know for me, as, as, as before, we always talked about, and I've done a sermon series on this, and I beat up Tosh pretty bad, and I talked about how, you know, we, we always complained about where we lived at, and we always say, man, we wish we had something bigger, and, and, you know, but I always kept telling her, I said, well, Tosh, we gotta be thankful for what we got. We gotta be thankful for where we're at in this moment. This is where God's allowed us to be. We're thankful, thankful, thankful. I'm gonna encourage you to pray, 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 and begin to speak blessings over your life every single day. As soon as you wake up, you know, they always say, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? <laughs> it's a true statement. Sometimes if we just wake up and we begin to pray and say, God, I want you to bless this day, keep me safe, just begin to speak life into your day. Now, you may get out and the devil's going to try to tempt you and he's trying to mess up your world. And he's going to try to, you're going to hit every red light, you're going to hit every slow driver, and you're going to want to cuss and you're going to want to run them off the road and get some road rage. And it sounds like my every morning drive. <laughs> but still be thankful. To God, that you have those things for your meals before you go to bed. Before you go to bed, <laughs> begin to pray, 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 pray. If you're having trouble sleeping at night, start reading your Bible and praying. And I promise you, you'll start going to sleep faster. I promise you. How do I know this? I guarantee it because I've had it happen. I couldn't go to sleep, so I pull up my Bible and I start reading. I start praying. Next thing I know, <laughs> I'll be out because the enemy doesn't like. When we pray. Online campus, the enemy doesn't like when we pray. You know why he don't like when we pray? Because he knows the powers that prayers hold. The enemy knows how much power that's in prayer. He knows exactly when we begin to speak these things out and we have the power in behind it, then he knows that he can't mess up our plans. He might try. He might try to mess us up. But he knows that there's power in prayer. And he's going to try to, to tell you that, that and get in your mind, the devil's going to try to get in your mind. So those prayers that you're praying, they're boring. You, you just a horrible prayer. Why are you praying at night? You know you're about to go to sleep. There ain't nobody out there. He's going to try to get in your mind and tell you that, hey, those prayers don't mean nothing. He's going to try to distract you. Remember when I told you if you want to start uh, go to bed faster, go to sleep faster, start reading your Bible prayer day? He's going to try to get in there. He's going to start singing. Let you start counting sheep. Counting sheep. One, two. <laughs> and I about fell asleep up here. But see, he's going to get in your mind and say those prayers don't mean anything. You've been praying for this for how long and nothing's happened yet? Devil's going to get in your mind. He's going to say, why are you praying these things? Trina? Why you keep praying for Sally Sue? You know she ain't going to change her life. But keep staying consistent. Keep praying. Keep going and, and stay after that. The, the acronym PUSH, uh, P-U-S-H, pray until something happens. Keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Pray, 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 pray. You know, and I love that acronym. I love when they say, hey, you need to keep pushing. You need to keep pushing. You need to keep pushing because we need to start continue our prayers and pray until something happens. 
pray until something happens. See, uh, again, the devil wants to distract us from our prayers because he knows that there's power in prayer. There's power in prayer. Not only is there power in prayer, but man, when you put a group of people together and they're holding hands in a big circle, anybody ever been in a prayer group, in a prayer circle? Anybody? Anybody? Oh my gosh, that power that comes from that, man, you can move anything, any situation. Now, I'm telling you about this scripture here. It says, where two or more are gathered in his name, he is with them. Now, not to be confused with this, there's a lot of people taking this out of context. But what does this mean is when you guys gather together, there God's with you. And God's there, and he he tells us that with all things in God are possible. (laughs) And all things are possible with God. I'll get it right here in a minute. All things are possible with God. So when we gather together and we're in that big group and we're praying, and we're seeking after God and we're getting deep and, 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 and we, the, the gates of hell begin to rattle and shake because the power that is within that group. And that's why we constantly tell you guys, hey, if you got a prayer request, you can submit those online. You can submit them in our Facebook comments. You can, uh, send it to our Facebook messenger. Why do we do that? We don't, not because we want to know your business, but we want to be able to pray and believe with you that God will meet each and every need. Because we believe in the power of prayer. We believe in, in, in praying over the needs that are submitted. So when you guys send those things in, we take them, we, we, we look at them, we begin to pray in that moment right then. Now, if y'all guys submit them right now, like obviously <laughs> I can't do it, but one of our team members will begin to pray. But we take those things and we pray over them. Because the bigger the group, man, I, I mean, I tell you what, I've seen some miracles take place when a group of people come together and they begin to pray and they begin to seek after God and, and the miracles after miracles have been taking place. So how do we pray? So how do we pray? How exactly should we be praying? How do we pray? How do you pray? How do you pray? How do you pray? How do you pray? P-R-A-Y. So how do you pray? See, some people... Some people, when they pray, they use these big, huge, long doctrine, super duper. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You ever heard them, them like, uh, other pastors or other people or other scholars use big words? Maybe you've been to a wedding or a funeral or a big gathering or you've watched, you know, something on TV and these people use these big words. Some I don't even know how to say. <laughs> I actually have a word in here. I don't know exactly how to say it, so <laughs> y'all bear with me. <laughs> I got his first name, but I don't know the last name. But anyway, anyway, but but <laughs> and you have but you have no idea what they're saying. But then they got other people that keep it simple. Keep it simple. I believe in simplifying things. Y'all know just as well as I do, the Bible's already complicated enough. So let's don't overcomplicate it anymore. What needs to be complicated? <laughs> so let's simplify it. And that's, and that's why a lot of people like what we're doing is because we simplify things and make it easier to understand. Not that there's anything wrong with those people that use these big doctrine words and good big theology. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, y'all hear me out. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you don't know how to use them big words like a big superstar and, and shooting the basket and, and the big captain of the basketball team or football team, it's okay. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. I always tell people to talk to God like they're talking to me or you. Just have a combo. With the big G dog up in the big house up there. But hey dog, listen. Hey man, <laughs> you know I got this going on in my life. <laughs> I need you to touch me. <laughs> I need you to help me. 
But either way, you pray. Whether you use the big words or use the simplification, get the words out. Get them out. Well, Pastor Michael, I don't, I don't know how to pray like that big doctrine guy over there. So I, I, I ain't going to pray to God. He ain't going to understand what I'm saying. God's going to understand you. Get the words out. He understands the simplification. It's just like a child when it cries out to their mom or dad. You hear that cry, the father's going to hear. Use your own words to talk to God. Use your own words. Don't try to come up with these big fancy. Don't look at the, uh, I'm trying to, don't, I don't know who prays fancy. Anybody finish fancy? Anybody throw a name? Anybody? Uh, that's who I was trying to think about. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> but, but, but use your own words to talk to God. Use them. Just talk to him like you're talking to me. Hey, God, you know I got these issues going on. I want to pray. I want you to touch them. I want you to touch my life. Give my life. That's simple, ain't it? God, you know I got a break in the continuity of the skin over here, and I need the three, three inch to the left continental distal pulse. I don't understand that. I do, but anyway. <laughs> but I want to give you guys a simple way to pray. A simple way. Pastor Mike, I don't know exactly how to pray. What the, how, what do I pray about first? What I pray about last? What I pray about in between? All I know is you want me to do this. You want me to do that? How exactly do I pray? So the easiest way that I have learned to teach people, hey, how do I pray? Is by using the acronym pray. P-R-A-Y. So the first letter P, praise. Praise. Thank God for what he's done in your life. God, I'm going to thank you for this day. I want to thank you for the sun that's shining out. I want to thank you for allowing me to wake up and breathe life one more time. I want to thank you for my water, my light be, uh, being on, the, the, you know, having clothes. Be thankful for the things that we have. Thank God for the food that you're about to eat. Be thankful. So praise him. God, I give you the praise and the glory and the honor. Thank you for what you've done in my life. Uh, or repent. So I always ask God to forgive me. God, forgive me of my sins. God, forgive me of the things that, that I knowingly have sinned and I knowingly have done. But God, forgive me of things that I don't necessarily know that I've sinned over. Maybe I was going through Walmart and I seen that girl and I had that unpure thought in that mind and I didn't realize that I had done it. God, forgive me. So repent. Repent. And then ask. Some people, you know, they say, ask for others. And so uh, uh, you can ask, God, be with my friends that's having a surgery this time of Thursday. God, be with, uh, with my bosses as they make the best decisions for our company. God, be with our local leaders as they're trying to lead our, uh, uh, our, our uh, community, God. God, be with them. Ask. And then the wise yourself. God, you know, I applied for this job. God, you know, I, I really can uh, use it. it. It can help me. It can, it can uh, help me to, to be more financially stable. God, uh, touch my life. Help me with the surgery that I'm having this coming up week. Keep it simple. Pray. So praise, repent, ask, and then yourself. Pretty simple, right? I simplify it for somebody. <laughs> but keep it simple. Keep it very simple. But I want to tell you that there are some mistakes that people do make when they pray. So there's two big mistakes that people often make. Number one, our prayers are too small. Our prayers are too small. Well, Pastor Michael, there ain't no such thing. Let's dive into this. You know, 
What I mean by this is you get behind, you're riding down the road, you're running late for work, and all of a sudden the blue lights come on. Woo! Then you begin to pray. God, let me get out of this ticket. Lord, you know I don't need another one. They're going to come get my license. God, help me. You can't do it. This ain't good. So we got to stop using God in our prayers like a 911 hotline. Got to stop using our prayers like a 911 hotline. Only praying to God when something's wrong in our life or when things are going bad in our life or when it's convenient for us. Oh God, you know that I need that job for sure. You know that promotion's coming up. You know that I need it. But yet, we never go back and pray about it. We cry out to God when we need it in that moment. God, you know that job's coming up. I really could use it. I really need it. God, that speeding ticket over here. Oh, God, that's not good. Or maybe you go to the doctor. And you get a bad report. And you cry out, God, I can't do this. Don't let this happen to me. God, don't let me die. God, don't, oh, God, no, don't let this, oh, this is horrible news. God, I need you to touch my life. I need you to, I need you to help me. But as soon as we leave the doctor's office, we leave the driveway, we get home and and we spend the day crying out to God for mercy and grace. We never pray again. We use him in that moment. We call that 911 hotline and, and we pray out and we call out to God and say, hey, we need you in this moment. But Pastor Michael, what if I'm praying every day? I keep praying. I keep praying about these situations, but nothing ever happens. Nothing, nothing. I don't get that promotion. I keep praying about it. And I've been praying about it. I've been praying about being sick and, and the bad doctor's support. I, I keep praying about it and praying about it and nothing ever happens. Or I don't get the job. Or I still have the cancer or, or whatever sickness that it may be. God, what is the deal? I always get asked, why do bad things happen to good people? I don't know, but I'm going to tell you, but God's preparing you for your biggest blessing yet. Keep holding on. Keep striving. Keep fighting. If you end up dying of a sickness, guess what? Your reward wasn't here. It was in heaven. Y'all hear me? If something happens here, well, well, I was praying for them, and I was seeking after God, and I had the faith as little as much to to say this mountain to be moved, but they still went on to paradise anyway. Their reward wasn't here. It was in heaven. So y'all, I, 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 some people get, come to me and they're like, hey man, why did this happen? Why did this continue to happen? And I, I cried out to God and I prayed about it. He was supposed to heal me and he didn't. Lord wasn't here, guys. This place is just temporary for us. Earth is temporary. We just visited. Anybody ever been somewhere and they just visit like uh, a music park? You're there for the day. You're hanging out. You're chilling. Go ride all the rides. Once you're done with you, go home. That's how our lives are. It's like one big amusement park. Some rides we get on, they're going to be fun. Some rides we're going to get on, we're just going to be bad. And we're going to want to get off. Our reward's not here. It's in heaven. Keep praying. Keep praying. And keep praying. Number two, if you're keeping notes, our prayers are too general. They're too general. <laughs> what do I mean by this? I bless this food we're about to eat. In Jesus' name, pray. Amen. <laughs> What's that say we used to say? Praise God. Oh, shoot. What is it? He didn't pay me no attention. Good God. Praise God. <laughs> Say it one more time. Good grief. Good meat. Praise God. Let's eat. <laughs> that was our prayer back in the day. We kept it simple. See what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but 
but people people will pray these prayers. God bless this food we're about to eat. God, don't let me be stuck in rush hour traffic. God, keep me safe as we're traveling. God, this is my biggest one right here. <laughs> Not so much now as it used to be, but this used to be my big one here. God, you're going to have to help me today when I go to work because I'm working with that co-worker. Ooh, and you know good and well you had to give me strength because I'm going to knock them out. And if they don't watch it, they're going to come meet you sooner than later. Anybody ever pray those prayers? Sometimes we, we keep our prayers very, very simple or, or too general. They're just general prayers. But we need to be seeking after God. We need to be praying to God and we need to be, you know, saying the words and getting those things out of the most inner being within us and getting them out. Would you guys check out this quick quote from Martin, Martin Luther? He was the, of the Lutheran church here. Uh, he, he, he had a, um, uh, his friend's assistant here, Frederick, some guy's name, I don't know how the last name to say. You remember a while ago I told you that and I said his last name? But Frederick here is his first name. <laughs> Bicornius, as I think is how you say it. But anyway, it's back in 1540, uh, Frederick here was sick. And he was expected to die. But he, uh, Martin Luther here was given a, a, a farewell speech. Now, I, and, and it's very, I mean, I love this right here. You guys to hear this. Now listen. <laughs> I command you in the name of God to live. Because I still have need of your, you in the work of reform uh, reforming the church. The Lord will never let me hear that you are dead, but will permit you to survive me. For this I am praying, because I seek only to glorify the name of God. Now, would y'all look at this. <laughs> Frederick here ended up, uh, he, he had lost his ability to speak. He couldn't speak, and he was recovering, and he ended up living six more years after this, after he wrote this letter. And he finally ended up passing away two months after Luther did. Now, I want you guys to see this. And what's significant about the power of prayer is he prayed. He said, I command you in the name of God to live. I command you in the name of God to live. Some of y'all, some of y'all need to hear this to me right now. Y'all need to hear this. Y'all need to start speaking in the name of God, in the name of Jesus. I command you in the name of Jesus. I command you in the name of Jesus. And sickness be gone. I command you in the name of Jesus. Distractions to be gone. I command you in the name of Jesus. Blank. Insert whatever you need to. Some of you right now need to say, I command you in the name of Jesus. And things will come to pass because you each have power, uh, enough power because there's power in prayer. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power, and you have the power to say into mountains, be moved. There's power in prayer. Woo! If that gets y'all jacked up or not, but it gets me jacked up. Uh, Paul here, uh, there's, there's a few things that we find in Ephesians, uh, uh, some different prayers he began to speak. Now I want you guys to paint a picture here with you. Uh, uh, the, uh, it's about 60 AD and, and, and this particular time, they, the Christians were hated. The, the community, the Romans, they all hated the Christians and they were throwing them in prison. I mean, this wasn't a good time to be a Christian. Sounds like 2020 on reform here. It's not a, or 2021. It's not a good time to be a Christian. <laughs> they don't like you. They hate you. They hate you for proclaiming the name of Jesus. You know why they hate you? Because Satan's out in our communities and Satan knows that there's power in prayer. Satan knows what the church can do. 
But look at this. <laughs> look at this. But there's, there was strength and power. There's strength and power. So he, 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 he prayed here uh, in Ephesians 3, 14 and 15. He said, for this reason, I kneel before the Father. I want you to get this. He, he kneeled here. For whoever's uh, family in heaven and on earth uh, uh, devours its name. So, so listen, listen. It says he kneeled here. Y'all ever tell people that, that, hey, man, you need to get on your knees before God and pray out? Anybody ever been told that? I have. Pastor Michael, what if I can't get down on my knees? If I'm getting down on my knees, it's bad. Because <laughs> I may not be able to get back up. I'm just, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling the truth. <laughs> but listen, if you can't get down on your knees and pray, it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to get, there is nothing that tells you you have to get on your knees and pray. Everybody, everybody hearing what I'm saying today. Because I've had people, I've been in church a long time, I've had people say, well man, you need to get on your knees before God and pray. Hey, if you can get down on your knees and pray before God, that's cool, do it. If you can't, that's cool too. I have a hard time getting down, but, but pray. It's okay. If you can, if you can pray, pray. Prayer works. Pray standing, pray sitting, pray in the bathtub, pray on the toilet, pray while you're driving down the road, just keep your eyes open, okay? Don't wreck nobody, you know what I'm saying? stop worrying about if you can't get down on your knees why was kneeling special here because it was a normal posture for the Jewish people when they were praying that was their normal posture that was normal to them so pray however you feel comfortable some people I'm I'm just going to tell you I ain't going to get down here on my knees and pray unless God tells me to but I I mean I, I have and I've laid on my face before God if you can get down and do it it's cool but wherever you can pray, pray. Ephesians 3, 16 and 17, he says, I pray that our, uh, out of his glory riches that he may strengthen you with the power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. Pray to God. Pray for his blessings over your life. Pray for his blessings over your family. I always tell my girls, I said, I'm a, I pray for your, the blessings, that God will bless your lives, that God will mark you, that you can be used to do great things in your life. That this world won't get a hold of them and get them confused and, and with the doctrines and the, and the, and the crazy things that they, that they talk about. And I pray over them that God will protect them from that. And God will enrich them. See, because, because the Bible tells us that, that God will meet all of our needs He's going to meet our needs. He's going to meet those needs. So you have the strength and the power to overcome temptations. You have the power to stand strong. You have the power to be bold. And you have the tools necessary right now to speak into mountains to be moved out of your life. You all have the power to do that. You have the power to forgive. You have the power to stay calm. You have the power to be confident. You have the power to have peace in your life. And you have power to have faith as little as a mustard seed to say to that mountain to be moved. Guys, I want you to know whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're going through, you have the power today through prayer to have it to be moved and be changed in your life. You want peace in your life? Start praying for peace and let that power take over. You want forgiveness to take place? Start praying for forgiveness. Ephesians 3 and 17. I think I got all these jacked up, but that's okay. Uh, and I pray that, that you be established in love. Pray that your kids will love them and love uh, other people just like God loves us. That's why here at Medic Church, it's so big for us to show people the same love that God shows us. That's why we have purposely drove, and I tell you guys this all the time, we love people no matter what background you come from. We're going to love you just like God loved each one of us.
I'm going to close with this. See, one of the best prayers that we can pray over our kids is this verse here in Ephesians. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love, may his power together with all the Lord's uh, holy people to guess how wide and how long and how deep and how high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know that the love is surpassing knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all of the fullness of God. See, I want you guys to know, pray that over your kids. Pray this over them. Let them get deep-rooted in the love of Christ. Because if we can get them, get them deep-rooted in the love of Christ. Here, I listen, we get your kids for about 50 minutes every week. I get you guys about 50, about 40 minutes every week. Plus, uh, pastor hangout. So I'll just say I get about an hour and a half with y'all every week. What are you doing outside these four walls? What are you doing at home? What are you praying at home? And I want to encourage you to pray these things. Pray over your family. Pray that they'll have the love. Pray for yourself. Hey, I don't have kids. Pray for yourself. God, let me have the love that you uh, have shown me. Help me to establish that love for other people. Help me to, to love on people. Just like us at Medic Church, we're going to wrap our arms around people. You walk through this door, don't matter what background you come from, whatever struggles you've had, whatever things you've been dealing with in your life, we're going to wrap our arms around you and say, hey, we love you. We're going to give you the new tools necessary to change your life. I don't have special powers. I've, I've been told that there would be people that wouldn't walk through my doors and they walk through here. Why? It ain't because I've done something. It ain't because i got special powers. I don't do nothing but do what God's called me to do, and that was to love people. When we established Medic Church, that was one thing that we focused on is loving people. I love all you guys. Online campus, I love you guys too. And I hope you guys will come and hang out with us. And I promise you, you'll see the love that we have. I'll have a heart for God and I have a heart for ministry. And I have a heart to saying, hey, if you messed up, if you've fallen short of the glory of God, so have I. It's okay. But we're going to help you get established in love and let God change you. Again, I have no special powers, but I know the man that can change you. Stop praying two general prayers. Stop praying these small prayers. Quit treating God like the 911 hotline. You want your kids off drugs. You want the, your, your bills to be paid on time. You want your marriage to survive. Quit saying these prayers. Keep keeping them generic. Keep keeping them small and nothing's going to change in your life. But if you'll start establishing these prayers and get deep rooted in the love of God, you won't be, you'll be so unstoppable. You want to be an unstoppable force? Tap into the power of prayer. If you guys don't mind, if you stand with me. Online campus, if you can, right where you're at, wherever you may be, if you can stand, stand. I'm going to tell you, today, I know that people are struggling. I know that people are dealing with certain things. I know people are, are having heartaches. I know people are dealing with different areas in their life, wherever they're at right this moment. I know that they're struggling with different things. But you have the power today to change the course that you're on. You had the power in prayer. You had to get before you're on your knees to pray for God. That's cool. Do it. You got to stand there and you got to lift your hands up. You got to go outside and scream your prayers out to God. Get it out. 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 Get the words out and don't let the devil distract you. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you so much for this day. God, I want to thank you for allowing us to have the power to pray. God, even when people in, in, in the world tell us that they're going to silence the church, but guess what, God? They can't silence prayer. 
God, they, they, they may, they may take me and they may cut my tongue out. God, they may make it the ability why I can't speak, but God, they can't change my mind. God, whatever people may be dealing with right now in this moment, online campus, here in person, God, God, I believe in the power of prayer. And God, I believe that the power that they have within them, God, that they could speak today and those mountains could be moved. God, they may be struggling with their marriage, God, and all they had to do again today, right now, is use the power of prayer to have their marriage to be survived, God. God, if they're struggling paying their bills, God, they have the power to say to their finances to be changed today, God. God, if their kids are on drugs, they have the power to say that those kids can come off of drugs, God. God, if they're dealing with temptations, they have the power to prayer to say that those temptations be gone. God, I want you to reveal to us what we need to be praying over, God. God, everybody that's in here on our online campus, God, begin to reveal right now in our minds what needs to be uh, overcome in our lives, God. God, what we need to take power over and begin to pray those, those, those powerful prayers today, God. God, because I believe in the power of prayer. And God, I know it can be done because with all you, all things are possible. And God, if somebody don't know you today, let them know all they have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear God, I'm a sinner. I know you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. God, when I, it gets hard and, and the devil tries to tell me this prayer don't mean anything. God, reassure me that you're still with me. And God, help me to make the right choices on this new journey and this new path. In your name I pray. Thank you again for joining the Medic Church Podcast. Join us next time as we begin a brand new series called Different. I truly believe it's going to touch your life, so join us back here very, very soon.